All right, Griffins, here's your chance to win the game. Name something you'd like to receive as a gift. Grocery! Assorted lotion! An Uzi! A dead squirrel! Money! All right, good yeah, answer, money. good answer. Money. 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 Good money. answer. Well, Richard, my family seems to think money's the way to go, so I'm going to go with the flute that Captain Picard played first in his imagination and then in real life in the episode The Inner Light from Star Trek The Next Generation. What? No, you idiot. We said money. Show me Picard's flute! I was in the survey. Goggler presents Picard's flute. We just finished watching episode seven of Star Trek Picard. It's Ian, Uma, and Bahe with you. This one was called Nepenthe, which I believe is in reference to a Greek medicine, a fictional uh, drug of forgetfulness. Also known as red velvet cake. That's right. <laughs> That's how you get over sorrow. In this series, it is the name of the planet that Riker and Troy have decided to settle down on with mm. their children. That's where Picard, at the end of the last episode, traveled by way of Borg Hypertransporter. Yeah, Stargate. Stargate which, was, which was actually first mentioned in an episode, a first season episode of Star Trek Voyager. Um, so they casually mentioned at the end of the last episode that the Borg had assimilated a specific species. That was the species that had this transporter, uh -huh. which uh, Voyager people got very excited about because obviously it could transport them 40,000 years closer to Earth. All six of them. All, All six of them. Fans of the crew, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ooh. Meow. Salty. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't picked up by now, Ian really hates Voyager. That's, That's where Picard decided to go because he needed to run away. And in an act of desperation, he ran to Troy and Riker. What better thing to do? And um, before we go any further, uh, we have a correction from last week. Oh, um, yes. We were talking about uh, Noon. No, not Kanunian Singh. What's his name? Data's dad. Sung. Sung. Um, being on Enterprise and it was actually from Sarawak Props on Twitter said the one who appeared in Star Trek Enterprise was who was into eugenics you know he's just into eugenics okay he's not big yeah, yeah. he's just into was yeah. Eric Sung who's the great grandfather of Dr. Nooney and Sung Data's creator so thank we you very much one. so yeah we, got, ah. we, we, we we record this off the cuff straight away so we're going off our very, memory, very few very little research yeah our limited memory banks of uh, the past of Star Trek so well our aging memory yeah. banks uh, <laughs> first of all right off the bat uh, we kind of knew this was happening because we saw it in the trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, we were just waiting for the episode where Troy and Riker show up. Yeah. This was it. And I have to say, I had all of the warm feels when I finally saw them on screen together because mm. it's been such a long time. I mean, we've seen Riker and Troy before because they were in that horrific final episode of Enterprise. And Troy was in Voyager as well. That's right. Uh, but we haven't seen the three of them together on screen. And it's delightful. Mm. They kind of fell Shrug back from in, here. <laughs> yeah, they kind of, well, they kind of fell back into that chemistry. I mean, even if you've never seen anything before, there's definitely a palpable chemistry between those three actors, even. Yes. Yeah. It's all I, I, mean, it's I, all I have. Get out yeah. of here. It's get all out. I have. I mean, I was just laughing at the whole thing because it's like, you know, they're having this like big chat outside about, you know, universe ending events and Riker's in the kitchen. He's like, what? Stop shouting. It's like, it's such a dad thing. It's great. Yeah. I just love that. It's like it cuts through any of the kind of, faux importance of everything it's just like Riker's just being grounded dad guy especially having seen you've seen those clips of like Will, uh, Will Riker um, Jonathan, Jonathan Frakes. Frakes where he did some like show on myths and legends and stuff don't know there's, there's, a, there's a super cut up where he just says it's a lie it's false it's untruth it's just like it's a long cut right. of this right. people just have them to cut together so I don't know if it was like an unsolved mysteries kind of show but having seen him do that and other funny things like this is more Jonathan Frakes having fun yeah. And I'm for here for it. Yeah. 
Me too. I don't know why you guys keep looking at me. Mm. We're trying to see if you're still in or not. This I'm like not. Every week you're out. You're out. Are you all the way out? This episode did nothing for me. Yeah. Really? This Absolutely episode zero. was everything for me. Yeah, and I think as I was watching it, I'm thinking I was watching it, and I, you guys were just so into it. You guys were just as in love with everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't care. We were checking in on old friends that you haven't met before. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> and that's my problem yeah. with this entire series has been it's for you guys. It's really not for me. I'm slightly worried that like if we keep checking in on old friends and then seeing them die or go off screen or whatever. Like Seven's coming back. Okay, it looks like that's going to happen because yeah. that, that shot was weird. Everything with Elnor is weird. Like that shot. But I'm slightly worried now they're going to murder Troy and Riker now as well because they have to kill off or disappear yeah. everyone who's been in the series before that reference to the other series. No, I don't think they'll murder these HM's characters. Dead. They're too big. Troy and Riker's too big. You can kill Hugh. Dead. You can kill HM. That's fine. Yeah. They had two episodes. I was hoping for Hugh to actually just, you know, t- touch a wall panel and dream. murder fucking loads of Romulans with like some Borg shit. He but he's still a scientist. That's the problem, right? I think it's the thing of ex-Borg. When they take it out, they take out all the defensive crap as well. So yeah. it's literally just like, all I've got are these cool face um, piercings. That's it. They don't do much. They don't do anything. I can't even change the channel on the TV anymore. <laughs> just for cool looks. Yeah. yeah. Usually I could just blink and it would happen. Yeah. <laughs> I could just blink and then I assimilated the television. <laughs> that would be an interesting yeah. episode of I Dream of Genie. Oh, that would be a great one. Well, yeah, we needed to have this episode to get Soji on Picard's side. Well, no, I think we needed to have this episode also to kind of remind Picard of the person he once was. Because mm. I think that's what Troy brought to this episode. Because Picard seems so caught up in himself, mm. as we we've spoken mm. about in the past with the way he's treating other people because he's so hell-bent on kind of restoring the fact that he's useful, mm. right? And he said that himself. He's like, you know, you have to be patient, compassionate, and he's like, I'm useful. Yeah. Mm. And I think that was a necessary reminder for the character to progress, mm. right? Because he's been stuck on his farm wasting his life, according to himself. Mm. And that's why I think this break was necessary. I mean, this, the, the story picks up immediately where the last one left. Yeah. With uh, Romulan lady, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Uh-huh. Yeah, incest Game of Thrones lady. Yeah, who's in love with her brother? Clearly. Yeah. Um, she's torturing Hugh, or not torturing Hugh. She's threatening to kill XB so that Hugh would give her information. Yeah, because she can't do anything to him because he's technically Federation for some reason. And he's, you know, super loyal to Picard and like, no, I shall not speak. Mm-hmm. I like how that. I like how the international treaty is the thing that's stopping her from doing. Mm-hmm. It's like well, she can kill other things, but well, yeah. well, oh, to be fair, there's a treaty on you. She doesn't want to piss off the Federation, right? Because then I think they'll be onto her secret spy plans. But, but they're also a, a secret police without an empire anymore. They have those cool little snakehead ships they were yeah. talking about, but they don't. I don't. They don't have a military war machine. They have yeah. a conspiracy. So, you know, a well thought out police Starfleet operation could probably just wipe them out if they were like focused on them, like the Eye of Sauron. But as they work working the shadows, mm. they can get away with Moida. Elnor is not dead, thank God for mm-hmm. that. So that wasn't is a waste of our life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. also, yeah, but it, it, it's again, like it, following up from last week's, it's like, okay, that doesn't really, it felt weird um, that they just had no, no one from the fight when they were saving everyone. Mm. And then this week he was just like going around, and like we were talking about earlier, he's like, parkour, parkour, yeah. parkour off the walls. I mean, dude, it's scary being stuck on a bog ship, man. I know, but also it should be like, Hugh was like, I can see them here. I mean, there are no Romulans who are part of the XPs. We did see that. But um, there should be someone where they can, this crazy lady can just say like, uh, where's the Vulcan? He's a Vulcan or he's a Romulan? He's a Romulan warrior nun, Vulcan warrior nun. Romulan. Romulan. Yeah. Where's the Romulan? And like the scanners pick him up. Yeah. Like, 
it's that kind of thing. They're plotting around things badly as well. Mm-hmm. Also, that shot at the opening, I think you mentioned the weird shot. The, no weird shot, but it's the weird setup at the opening. We're like, oh, we're in a tractor beam and we're let go. Of course. Yeah. It's, it's less subterfuge than when the Millennium Falcon left Tatooine the first time. We put a tracker on board, <laughs> goddammit. Um, <laughs> but also, it's just a weird shot. The effects team, I don't know if they've seen... like the, With these kind of shows, I would like them to have watched the old shows and that said, oh, just watch Deep Space Nine. What they did. like These are still like um master and commander ships yeah. in space yeah so they need to have a weight and a heft to them even yeah. though they have inertial dampeners and they can go super zippy fast mm. but like you have them parked outside the board cube let's go to warp why do you have to fly into the middle distance what do you have to build yeah. up to take to it. off yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it should just be mm. and then you know the other guy's ship flies into frame and goes yeah like it was a weird long drawn out mm. shot things like that weird me out but also can they just hyperspace skip no wrong franchise I know but like, <laughs> because Abram's not doing this anymore yeah, yeah. but like, I mean, if he we, was they'd be at Nepenthe in like we know, we know there's a tracking device in Agnes that had Fox's Glacier um, mint, mint trackers um, which you have to chew you have you to chew you can't just yeah. swallow you have to get to the nano, nanotech center <laughs> otherwise it goes straight it's through. a liquid center yeah. it seems like just weird tech yeah, well, to put it on it's someone future tech, yeah. it's like you know it's not great mm. for you know super spiced right? yeah but yeah, even yeah. without that if they didn't like it's one of those things where if they if the writers didn't know there was a tracking device in agnes then it should have been we go maximum warp this way then we go maximum warp that way then we go maximum warp this way yes he you can't track that you know what i mean if you're in a car that only goes 60 miles an hour yeah. and the other car goes 120 miles an hour and they like take 16 turns you haven't seen of there's no way to track yeah then they could figure out they're being tracked later when he turns up. It's, it just felt like weird. Like, we're just going to go, we're going to just go and stop. I mean, it was a, a kind of was a Picard maneuver, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> but, you know what that is? No. Mm. <laughs> That's where he, you go to warp and then you drop out. So the, sh- the Ferengi sensors were based on light, not right. anything else. So he is in the Stargazer here. He went to warp. They thought he was here and fired on him, but he actually was only here. So we shot them then, or something like that, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So the, Stupid nods aside. We begin with that little bit of information about Agnes. It's a little bit of flashback to... Flashbacks are getting closer, like yes, with the uh, like Arrow. weeks ago now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a great Arrow is like five years ago. Three weeks ago. Yeah, we find out ten, ten why minutes ago. Commodore O went to actually see her. Why the fuck with the, fun- the sunglasses again? It's like you can't do... Like it's a mind meld. It's not an eye meld. Mm. Why did you take the sunglasses off? I don't know, man. She just needed to look at her clearly. It's weird. Yeah, so she did a mind meld with Agnes and shows her what happens in the future... If since come back, you think that was the, the future? Picture. Was it not? I don't know. She said, like, what would happen? Like, there was weird. What did we get in that? I got someone shooting themselves in the head, planets, yeah. planets cities exploding, exploding. Yeah. Earth being attacked. Yeah, but was again, like, there's a theory that the Romulans might have had something to do with the creation of the Borg, and this might have been them oh, cleansing, so you think cleaning house. I think a... this is like, this is a memory passed down from Jadvash to Jadvash because they can do, I presume right. Romulans can mind meld as well. I thought it was some kind of a weird possible future thing. Maybe, yeah, but I mean, there's, there's, but, there's, but, but there's a secret at the center of the Jedi that can correct. break a mind. But we don't know if it if it's a past thing. And or also, thing. they haven't brought up any time travel stuff yet. So, but not even time travel. But so it's also just like you know, it could get really bad with AI. And it's like an expert in AI would say, well, yeah, but it could also go really, really good. So I would think it's something that happened and they had to fight it off or something. Agnes is having second thoughts clearly about mm. her role in all of this, mm. and that's coming across through her slow descent into madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got and cake madness oh, and cake, and cake mm. you know because madness can only be cured 
with red velvet cake. Mm. <laughs> I was, that was also just weird plotting on the ship where there's like, we know there's a tracker on Agnes. Rafi and Rios know something's up. Mm. Um, have known each other longer than Agnes. And like, re, like it seems like they're doing a Kansas City shuffle play on yes, or something it, like that. It seems yeah. like they're doing a little bit like all that right? cake. She's getting yeah. sick. So Rafi's like, oh, poor thing. But it's like, haha, you're puking up the thing that was in your system for three weeks. So it's like, probably not going to do anything. But then Rios seems to be totally getting on her side and like actually suspecting Rafi. Yeah. Who's this? I, that was just odd, odd all around. Yeah, I was, because there, there were a couple, there were even a couple of looks between Rafi and Rios as well. Which is why I thought they yeah. were quite yeah, knowing. They were, yeah. So I, I think, think maybe they didn't know on set. Or like, are we supposed to know she's got yeah. her or not? And then they were like, oh, we're not. Oh, shit. We have to reshoot these scenes. They didn't, they didn't read the, the whole script. Yeah, because then Agnes just gets herself with the toxitrine. Neurotoxin something. Yeah. She didn't lie down first. It was handy. And the computer gave her a warning. Yeah. yeah. Although I do think if you've programmed an emergency medical holographic uh, program, it wouldn't really like, it wouldn't freak you out when it came to. Like if you had an emergency, if you're sticking with a blade and the thing goes, oh Jesus Christ, that's a blade in you. You'd be like, you'd be a bit, it would add to the shock yeah. as opposed to, I see you're, you're going to be okay. You yeah. know, straight away it should go into diagnostic mode, not just, oh God, there's one on the floor. <laughs> Although that made for great TV. Yeah. It is, but that's and a TV thing. That's like, a problem. It feels like all of the holograms are like that though. They're no longer like the hologram on Voyager. Maybe. Who just comes out calm all the time. Yeah, because, but that, uh, I guess that's the thing with the ships and things we're talking about as well. It's like, there's that in-universe verisimilitude that Correct. is missing a little bit here. Correct. Um, I was um, reading the first novelization to come out of Star Trek Picard. So I, I don't think, you've, I don't think you've, say, you've said a nerdier sentence in I know. the time we've done oh, this show. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, this one is set uh, during the crisis. So we find the, out... The synth crisis. No, the Romulan star going oh. supernova. So we find out how Picard gets called back in, how he's told the information, um, why he leaves the Enterprise. Mm. Uh, and, and all that's really good. I mean, it's, it's a really fascinating book if you're reading, uh, if you're watching the show. Uh, what's good about it, and I've mentioned this before with regards to the comics as well, which is what Star Wars can probably learn from Star Trek, is that it doesn't fill in plot holes. Mm. It gives you backstory about the characters. So even if you hadn't read it, it doesn't affect your viewing of the show. Yeah. But what it does... Picard's not a clone. <laughs> yeah, Picard's not a clone, <laughs> suddenly. Um, and, you know, but what we find out is a little bit more about why Rafi calls him JL or mm. why he picked Rafi to be his number one. Why does Rafi call him JL? Well, so it's part of the reason why he picked Rafi because he was told that because of this initiative, this effort is going to be of a scale unprecedented in Starfleet history, mm -hmm. human history, rescue operation, blah, 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 blah. He was essentially told that he cannot have someone like Riker. He cannot have the person who's always going to be yes, sir, no, sir, oh. three bags full, sir. He's going to need someone who's going to... And this Assigned from, to keep him in check. This was from Troy, actually. Uh, Troy said, yeah, you need someone who's going to challenge you at every step mm -hmm. and keep you in check. Yeah. Um, and that's how he finds Rafi. And... Um, Rafi starts off, I mean, there's a little funny bit where someone else points out the fact because you, you call him JL and, he, and she's like, yeah, and, and, like, and, and he hasn't said anything about that yet. <laughs> and so, yeah, so it, it, it's, a, it's a very well-written book. It's got an interesting backstory. LaForge is in it a lot because mm. he is obviously one of the best engineers. So mm. who else would you recruit to come build 10, 20,000 mm. ships, yeah. right? Um, and yeah, so... Not Boeing. Not Boeing. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, <laughs> Uncalled for. <laughs> Those flight simulators are fine. Yeah. Everything works. Um, yeah. Um, so no, really, really good book, and um, it, it, it it's a nice supplement to yeah. the series. 
But going back to what was happening in this episode, it reminded me of some of the stuff that was going on in the book. Because in the book, you have, it sets up those internal conflicts. Like mm. that everyone isn't on board to save the Romulans. You know right. the thing we're yeah. talking about and yeah. that some people are very angry with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the book is very clear about that because it's not necessarily because they hate Romulans, but it's also because they've had to change and uproot their lives for this purpose. Mm. Right. Okay. Added to the fact that Romulans have been the perennial bad guys, yeah. right? Mm. Okay. Um, so when LaForge goes to Maddox and says, you've got to stop your life's work for five years mm. to make these synths, to help us build ships faster. Mm. Or Because having a, a slave race always works out. Yeah, exactly, right? And, um, and and that gets highlighted in this episode a little bit between that conversation between um, uh, Riker and Picard as well about how things have changed, right? It's not just what like what it was when you were a starship captain. Yeah. Mm. And I and I think all of that all of that subtlety does kind of play in, mm. which is quite nice. Um, and that's why I felt this episode was important and necessary because I think it's nice to have a sit down episode where everyone is sitting around a table essentially and talking because that felt for me more like Star Trek. And that's what Troy said is like use us. Was it Troy and Riker both said like yeah, use yeah. us as your ready this room. is the ready room. This is yeah. where we go sit down and have a big chat. Yeah. And we'll have a sock puppet that says like use failures and blow them up. It's like ah it's worse here. <laughs> that's what he says every time. Blow them up, sir. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is that racist? No, no, that's racist. Again, cling Speciesist. Speciesist. Uh, question. Uh. Did Thad ever show up in the TV series? No, neither did Castro. They didn't have kids. They weren't even married. In they the... only got married in the movies. Yeah. Um, At the end of Insurrection, am I right? Uh, didn't... Or were they what was the thing married? on the boat? Remember they had the stupid scene on the boat? Was oh, that the wedding? Christ. No, the boat was from Generations, right? Yeah. Was that like... No, that wasn't that, a wedding. That was right? the it was doctor, like a pirate ship thing, was it the right? doctor, was it the, No, it was like a Master and Commander thing. The wrong oh, Master and Commander was thing. Like, was it the doctor was getting... A, a, was it her ceremony or something like that? A promotion or something? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. Okay, not that. Generations. They got married at some point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but Thaddeus is Riker's middle name, which is also Kirk's middle name. Um, isn't no, it? no, no. James uh, Kirk, Kirk is Tiberius. Tiberius, sorry, sorry. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But Thaddeus meant something. It's just Riker's middle name. Anyway, it's his father, isn't it? It was, right? And was it the name of the clone Riker that we discovered in one Roger, of the episodes? Roger, no. Or... Um, <laughs> Thomas. Thomas, sorry. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was a transporter accident and uh, um, Riker got split in two. And one, but, th- but no one knew there was another one on the planet. Like It was a thing where the, there was a radiation or something that would like locked the planet down. It was going to lock it down for okay. like 15 years or something like that. So Riker went on with his life, but this guy was trapped on the planet and came back and was like mighty pissed off that this other dude had taken his life. But they were like, it wasn't like they were going to merge them or like that. And uh, he actually turned up later on in Deep Space Nine pretending to be William Riker. And then he stole the Defiant and he worked with the Maquis who were the, like the... Anti-Starfleet They were, Yeah, they were like settlers in the neutral zone between Federation and um, the Federation and the Kardashians. And they fought, they would start fighting the, the, the Federation because they were like, their lands had been given away to the Kardashians in a peace thing. I just want to say... But, that- I, sorry, before that, before that, Thomas Riker, I think, does have one of the great moments of when he steals the Defiant. I think there's a clip of him like peeling off the beard because he has the goatee. Yes, that's right. But he doesn't have the beard. He doesn't have the full beard. Right. <laughs> and of course, in Star Trek, if you've had a transporter accident or you're evil in any way, you have a goatee. Yeah. 
Sure. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All righty. Mm-hmm. Question? Sorry, yeah. We just, we just go to deep lower dives if you give me an option. Yeah, I just, I just want to say to the people who are listening to this podcast that none of that was rehearsed and you literally pulled that out of your ear. I like, I, I like to do it. Once it gets around the like 15-minute 15 15 mark, minute mark. Like yeah. that, was, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> the information comes out. No, I know. I'm just like, Wow. We'll see him. Hopefully, we'll see him next episode. The, the, the evil twin. <laughs> I showed this he shows up on Rios' ship. Yeah. And then he's like, He's Captain I Crandall. He's <laughs> been hiding over the hill. Yeah, there's a random mention of a Captain Crandall throughout this episode. We don't know who he is, except that he's Riker's daughter's friend, like yeah. this old man she seems to hang out with um, on their planet. On and, Nepenthe. Uh, and we have to say their daughter, Kestra, is cool. Oh, no. The daughter's really cool. Did you yeah. like the daughter? Yeah, she's fine. Like, no, she came, she came off as. A, a proper character yes yeah, yeah, like no, not yeah. like someone not holding a holding a position just for yeah, plot purposes she, she wasn't her. she wasn't just the uh, the token daughter character yeah. yeah she she was she moved the bits along which is mm. quite nice yeah and also she wasn't like overly precocious or anything of that mm. sort she was written really really well yeah, yeah. and I didn't the, the actress Lulu Wilson was in Sharp Objects the haunt, she was young Shirley in The Haunting of Hill House ah. which is an Annabelle as well so Maybe that's just it. She's a really accomplished actress. <laughs> that's probably it. Yeah, but good writing as well because she actually contributes to the plot too. Yeah. In that she, throughout the episode, she kind of befriends Soji and becomes Soji's channel towards humanity because Soji's mm. is like, I can't trust any of you. Everyone has betrayed me my whole life. If they hadn't had this down downtime episode, Soji would just be in shock for the rest of the series because it would just be whatever the adventure is going to happen, the next few things she would be able to deal with. So this yeah. is kind of a... Getting to know you, getting to know myself. Yeah, resetting things. Getting to know you. Yeah, I was trying not to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you think that um, the conversation that Troy had with Soji in the tomato patch was kind of weird? Like, again, maybe like um, Marina Sirtis got the wrong read on the script because she was being kind of aggro. She was a little bit towards the end of the conversation, right? She's like, you're being kind and caring. And she's already been like, you know, whatever she was saying, it was in a very kind of monotone Mm. kind of like, it was kind of suspicious. I thought that was like, you know, psychiatry talk. Mm. I just felt that she was doing a therapy session. Yeah. Yeah. And she's not very good at it when she can't read the other person's emotions. Exactly. You cheater. (laughs) 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 So you knew she was an empath anyway. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering if you knew that. Yeah. Yeah. But that came across really well. I, I, I liked the I liked when Picard and her meet for the first time, and and also Riker's reaction as well. Everyone's reaction is, "Oh my God, you're in trouble. Yeah. Mm. You need to hide out. Yeah. What do you need?" And, because you and haven't Riker's, been here in the last twenty years, you fuck. Yeah, and, and Riker's immediate reaction is shields up. Yeah, <laughs> scan the area. Is that? Is, I'm just wondering. Is that like in like you know the 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 local housing listings? Yeah, I was it's ask, like yeah. you know beautiful four bedroom house isolated in the woods. Full set of shields and Romulan cloaking device yeah. uh, tracking the units. Yeah. I think if you are a former captain in Starfleet like Riker was, mm. I think, you know, that's probably just retrofitted into every home you go to. Yeah. I mean, even Picard has clearance, right? You shouldn't know where Picard is. He has uh, went Dodge. Hey, I got it right that time because I could see it in the subtitles. Dodge. She was able to find him and he said, you shouldn't be able to find me. I haven't got clearance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that, that you know, ex-Starfleet officers are protected. Is that like a insurance thing? Like, do they... Is that like, you know, that's part of your pension plan, I think. Yeah, exactly. you get oh, that's, a that's cool. Romulan scanner, a shield device, yeah, Security, portable shield device. Security budget. That's yeah. pretty cool. There was a little bit of a setup on the part of Troy with regards to uh, the role of androids because I think her son dies. So Thad is dead, but it's a disease that could have been fixed with 
If they'd baked the uh, baked an antidote and baked Data's brain, Correct. which seems like a weird tie-in to many. <laughs> I thought that, that that's where I thought some of the ag- the aggression seemed to come forth. Like you know, if you turned up fifteen fucking years ago, you could have saved my kid. God damn you! But 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 that's not necessarily a new thing, right? Because I remember, oh man, now I'm just drawing a blank. In episodes of Next Generation, they've had to do stuff like that using Data's insights to actually fix. Like These something in real life, though, right? No, but it's it's because of his positronic matrix that can do stuff. Mm. I need to go and recheck that. Yeah. yeah, so it was where the interaction between like real life cells and synthetic cells. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't ring any bells. And judging, uh, judging by the way the show goes, like they would have hung a hat on it. Yeah, they would have just, 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 just. Okay. Well, then again, last week's reference to Voyager was very deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> It was only because I googled the name of that race because I couldn't remember where I'd heard them before. Mm. And then the I was, Iscari- like, was it the Iscarians? Season one. Sicarians. Sic- no, uh, no, Sicar- not Sicarians. That's like Sicario. Sicarians are um, Scarans or Farscape or something. That's why I thought the one I heard them first. Uh, like that. Yeah. So yeah, so I I don't know if that's new because obviously even the even the makeup of Voyager was semi living. Oh, the gel packs was gel something. Packs. Another idea that uh, 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 what an idea that Voyager writers introduced and then never did anything. Never with. did anything hmm, about it. I wondered, is that a habit forming? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> the 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 like after you sent mentioned that those those guys who had they had what they had faster technology. They had the idea that they had they were like some say conduits or some bullshit. Yeah. That um, Voyager they were introduced along with. Uh, Again, the the guy I'm following on Twitter, Carolyn Space, who's going through the Voyager mm. episodes, he's up to that six season or something like that, where they introduced three villains who could be recurring villains for this p- patch of space. Yeah, and two of them didn't work out. They were one of them because they would be they would have been able to jump ahead of Voyager, right? Um, but because no one on the show cared at that point, they never turned up ever again. Right. <laughs> it's like just keep going, just yeah. keep writing new characters. No, bring back the Borg again. The kids love the Borg. Yeah. I think uh, Carolyn Space is up to Icheb, which we saw last week. Or was it last week? Week before. The Bejazel episode, the kid who got oh, beating. Okay. So cool. I'm catching up on those episodes now because I. Ah, oh, this is it. We have to do a St. Patrick's Day special. I forgot. They did a show. They did an episode called Fairhaven that's set in like a crap, a cod Irish fucking oh, yes. 1950, oh 1800s God. Irish town on the holodeck. And I remember that. When are we recording that episode? Because I think I'm going to be sick. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to be sick. During that episode, no, repeatedly, no, I'm going to be sick. This is so this. I didn't see for that. Okay, we're taking a we're taking a subspace um, detour. A detour, exactly, because I had no idea this episode existed. Because by this, I had noped the hell out of Voyager. By this point, <laughs> life was too short to watch this shite. And the screen caps are a delight. Voyager. Janeway gets a lady boner for the the guy the publican. Nice. And then she's like talking to him directly, and he's like, "Wait, oh, he's I, a hologram. He's a hologram." I think I'm not sure if it's before or after Da Vinci hologram and then she, there's a there's a there's a uh, screen cap that's perfect where she's talking about like you know I you know I only have eyes for my wife and then she says delete computer delete the wife <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's harsh I think like mystery science theater style we need to watch this yes. episode yes. <laughs> if only for shits and giggles and record a live commentary yeah so yeah Voyager sucks anyway <laughs> <laughs> so we're three episodes from the end uh, he was dead, by the way. Mm. They put the effort into it. Even on the tight, extreme close-up, you could see the blood gurgling out of the mm. hole in his yeah, neck. That yeah. was on. Like, a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was surprising amount of work. Where they could just like, oh, he, he died. Yeah. So Sister Romulan. Yeah. Flicks a knife at his neck. Elnor, yeah. Elnor, Elnor isn't is fast enough. Useless. Yeah. yeah. And then can't and, save him. And then Elnor's in a corner having a little cry to himself, and 
Seven's fucking key ring of rescue just pops into the front frame. Like, yeah. is he holding that it? That was weird. No, right. it wasn't just me. Right? Why is that there? So did Picard leave that behind? I don't know. Because were they at the, in the room? Were they at that room? I mean, they only have so many sets, so... No, but I think he went back to that room. Because they said they were going to go back to the room. I didn't think they got there. No, no, no. He went, he went back to the room alone, but before he did, Hugh tells him, you need an X-Borg to activate that thing. Yeah, yeah to open the door into the, 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 so the Queen's chamber. So he's sitting in the room crying, and I don't know if it slipped out of Picard's pocket or something, but it's no. hanging on the console. Yeah, but it, but the thing was, it, there was no establishing shot of that. It was just a shot of him. Correct. Mm. Then they kind of panned a bit, and the thing was in frame. And it's like, wait, this is like it's it's it's, it's beyond arm's length. Yeah. And then he, it's an arm's length. And so, then he presses yeah, the button. And he presses That's, the button to summon Fenris yeah. Rangers. But I need to go back and just skim through the last episode to see if at where the last went. bit, yeah. whether that thing was left behind. But just like the, the, the camera work and editing there was super weird. Yes, yeah. it was. very odd. It was. And also, it's a Borg cube full of Romulans. They, okay, maybe the Fenris guys have like, you know, special communications things. Oh, well, I'm pretty mean, sure I they block all the signals. I if fucking Seven of Nine shows up with a military army of Rangers. Yeah. That would be quite cool. Yeah, and it's like they have, they have like the, the America Fuck Yeah song from um, Team America, <laughs> Team <laughs> Police, which is like, Fenris Rangers! <laughs> you know, they just like oh, turn up and wreck shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's only three episodes left. They got to get this moving along. You know, yeah, you it's too it. fucking slow. This show, man. It's so, like this. So, this would have been nice. Episode four. So what do they need to do? They need to go to Soji's homeworld. Mm-hmm. They got to figure out what the hell's going on with the Sids. They got to sort out Agnes. They got to sort out Agnes. They've still got they two gotta, Romulans on their tail. Yeah. So somebody's got to pick up Eleanor. Someone's going to pick up Eldon. No, unless Seven of Nine does because he's activated the Fenris thing. Yeah. yeah well, somebody maybe has he's to pick scared and yeah. alone. Mm. Right. And then we need to find out how this actually ties into some bigger conspiracy involving Starfleet. What's Commander O? Uh, what's her name? Comman- Commodore O. Commodore O. What's Commodore O up to? Yeah, what's she up to? Mm-hmm. And is Starfleet Command in on it? Yeah. Will she ever straighten her Commodore badge? Or is it actually supposed to be at like no angle to anything? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> is she related to Sandra O? Will Rios and Rafi get a clue? Like, she's in a coma. Like... You're fucking clueless. You had no idea there's a tracker on board or whatever else like that. And also, like, but you seem to be like you had. So mm. I don't know what the writing were doing there. I think maybe two people got in a fight and were like exchanging pages. They do know. They don't know. They do know. They don't know. Um, I have to say though, the person who's having the most fun is Rios. Yeah, he's like snapping his fingers, lighting up his cigar. <laughs> who was it who told him so not to smoke a cigar? Was it swagger? Was it Picard when he was going to light up one point? It was Agnes? Remember there was one point he was going to do it? I think it was it? Agnes. Was Agnes? Yeah. Because Rafi's all like smoking if you got him. <laughs> Rafi's smoking up straight up drugs at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah that, this, we, that's, that's the problematic thing. Women like cake, black women sell drugs. Because <laughs> that, 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 was, that was literally what it was doing. She's saying to like, let's go take care of you. And then she takes a toke on her pipe. And it's like, yeah, man, we can sort you out, dude. I got some stuff. I give you cake. And she's like, and then, and then Agnes later. says, have you got cake? And it's like, wow, this is not like reductive or sexist or racist in any way. Mm. I mean, then again, the Spanish guy likes soccer. That's right. That's true. And the French guy likes wine. Oh, my God. This show's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a question just popped up. I again, you guys probably have got, you know, embarrassing amount of knowledge about this. But... What is the is there a Starfleet rule that stops the replicator from making you magic brownies if you ask for it? Um, I don't 
think so. I think maybe you know, on an active duty starship, correct. they might might have some regulations. They have regulations. certain protocols on active duty starships. Yeah, but also and then they've the, also got replicated credits, right? Well, on Voyager, they would because they only had so much power. On, normal, right. on, on, on Enterprise, on, on the Enterprise D, they would just like replicate the fuck what you want. I mean, you probably could replicate a bomb or a gun. Mm. Like they can do moving I, parts. I haven't. I could have sworn I've seen a random episode somewhere of someone replicating a gun. Yeah, has that been? I, I think, think you can, yeah, because yeah. yeah. they 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 literally reorganize matter on a molecular scale, so you could actually just replicate that. Kind no, of but, that, but they would be usually the tiny to the computer. The like the, the the amount of processing required is tied into a generally a master computer, mm. and that would have protocols for like yeah, if Picard wants a nuke, he gets a nuke. But if Ensign Dipshit wants one, fuck that, no way, alarm right. goes to security. Correct, got it. Also, so, that's one of the main plot points in the novelization as well. What Picard breaks brownies. That would be great. <laughs> that would make that for a show. great show. That's where that you got show. that comedy French accent from. That show I'd watch. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe he took some magic brownies before he went for that uh-huh. adventure. No, no, no. Uh, for making the ships, because basically that's why they needed synths, because they could not replicate parts fast enough. Yeah. Um, also, you need so, big replicators to and build big as well. replicators yeah. and all that stuff. And this idea of merging the technology data's technology with whatever technology Bruce Maddox was working on mm. that's what created this new more efficient synth gotcha. that can make stuff oh. mm. um, and yes so there you go lots sure. of replicator information for you but sure. so we've got three episodes more of Picard before I guess Discovery kicks off season three mm. I mean Picard's already been renewed for season two so it'll be interesting to see how much of this storyline they actually wrap up in this season mm. the good thing about Discovery oh. is so far for the first two seasons they've always kind of wrapped up an arc and set up a new one for the following season yeah. uh, so it's a little more satisfying in that sense have you seen the banners or the advertising banners for this have oh. you seen for, for Discovery so it's like them standing in like torn there's torn versions of their uniforms with like the Starfleet Federation like Planets a, flag kind of rippled and oh. Star favorite part of this, any podcast listen to people Google things searching for things on the internet we should have music for that like holding music yeah, yeah you're on hold <laughs> uh, maybe it's on StarTrek.com I can't in the last month maybe damn it um, but yeah, there was some banners that were like uh, they like standing with like the uniform slightly torn or looking wearing their you know they always have like cool leather civvies outfits to go out on mm. so like that kind of stuff. So, so it's disco meets Mad Max. Well, because it's the 31st century, it's further they've gone further ahead. I had to look yeah. this up for someone asked me on Twitter. It's like the twenty the cards in the twenty fourth, and so the disco will be thirty first. That's a long way ahead. Exciting. Yeah. Cool. No news on dates though. Even Epguides doesn't have a listing for the first episode. Of no, they haven't so. announced anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even on their trailers, it just is coming soon. There's no date. Mm. But they do this mm. all the freaking time. It's not like they don't mm. know. Even with Picard, I think we only found out the date like a month before. Mm. So yeah. Uh, so let us know what you think of Star Trek Picard episode seven, Nepente, and you can get in touch with us at all the usual places: goggler.my/contact or on our social medias: gogglermy. Uh, This is yet another episode of Picard's Flute, wrapping up and signing out.